Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights and expertise into practical business boosting strategies, tactics and actions. Five easy ways to add e-learning to your business. If you're a presenter, a thought leader or infopreneur, I'm sure you've already heard about e-learning. You might even be doing some of it yourself already. Unfortunately, I find that many people are intimidated by the idea, even if they know that they should be doing something about it. The fact is that we as Australians have a long and proud history of doing e-learning. It goes all the way back to 1948 when the Royal Flying Doctor Service first broadcast school lessons to rural kids, which led to the School of the Air being officially formed a few years later. Of course, it wasn't called e-learning at the time, but it's the same thing. So whether we call it e-learning, distance learning, remote education, or correspondence courses, it's the same thing. In fact, technology has made this easier, not more difficult. Difficult. And if you're getting started, don't think you have to transform your entire business. The trick is, use bits and pieces of it in your existing programs. So that makes it an easy proposition for your clients and audiences. For example, you're not asking them to attend a webinar instead of a workshop. You might be asking them to attend a webinar after a workshop. And of course, it takes the pressure off you to create an entirely electronic version of your program. So today, I'm going to show you five easy ways to add e-learning to your presentations. Number one, pre-event survey. So when was the last time that you asked your audiences what they would most like to learn from presentation? I mean before the presentation, not as the typical icebreaker that happens in the first 10 minutes. This is so easy to do and so effective in building rapport with your audience and yet I see it so rarely done. Now you don't have to build a big 20 question survey, just send them an email. Ask them to reply with their most burning questions. And even if you don't have access to the mailing list yourself, ask the event organizer to send the email on your behalf. Number two, set up a password-protected area on your website. So give your audience access to private follow-up material on your website. So for example, when I run my Build Your Website in Two Days Bootcamp, we cover a lot of material in the two days. So to help reinforce the learning, I've got five pages of video tutorials for the attendees to refer to in a private area of the website. So this includes things like adding new pages, changing the menus, adding products to the shopping cart, sending newsletters and so on. Now this is very useful for them because they might have missed it the first time or by the time they get around to it again, they might simply have forgotten how to do it, what they've already done before. Now you don't have to go to the extent of creating video tutorials. It might be enough to just give them a copy of your PowerPoint or Keynote slides and an electronic version of your handout. Even that alone increases the perceived value of your program. Number three, do a follow-up email course. So the next step up from the password protected area is a scheduled series of emails which are sent at at intervals, usually weekly or fortnightly or monthly, to reinforce what you taught in your presentation. Again, this doesn't necessarily have to be new material, it might just be a series of reminders for participants to take action. Now some participants and their clients will find this extremely valuable. They won't necessarily be disciplined enough to do the work if left to their own devices, but they'll happily do so if prompted. Now I'm finding this myself with the two mentoring programs that I'm currently doing. I'm doing some sales mentoring with David Penglaze and some wealth creation mentoring with Michael Yardney. And both David and Michael send me regular emails with video, downloads, exercises, and the fact that I do get them regularly helps me stay on track. Number four, email coaching. So for even greater value, 
are fewer participants access to you by email, say for the next 12 months after the program? Now, I'm suggesting email because for most of us, it'll be the most convenient option for you. You don't have to be on call at all times. You can do appropriate research before replying. You can take your time to compose high-quality replies. And the email exchanges that you make can be filed away, and you can use them later as stories and case studies. You probably also find that very few participants will actually take you up on the offer. So don't worry about being flooded with questions. That just won't happen. And the few who do want to ask questions will genuinely appreciate the extra value that you're offering them through this option. And number five, set up a private discussion forum. See, the first four ideas are about giving participants better access to you. But remember, they can learn from other participants as well. The easiest way to do this is with a private discussion forum. Now, if you're already running a membership site with, say, Ning, you can create private groups within the site for each group of attendees, so for each of your audiences. And if you're not, you can use a service like Wigio, W-I-G-G-I-O, for the same purpose. So with this sort of service, participants can share in discussions, they can upload files, they can email each other, and they can do more things to communicate communicate with each other as a team or a community. So how can you use this? So I've just given you five ways, and there are tons and tons of different ways of using e-learning in your business. And you might be doing some of these already and not even realize that you're doing e-learning. There's a lot more that I haven't covered, like webinars and teleseminars and Twitter and Skype and online videos and podcasts and iPhone apps and e-books and membership sites. But even these five should be enough to give you some ideas on getting started. You've been listening to the Expert Gold Podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues, and leave your comments, suggestions, and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.